How to hang in there to supersize your business. Borrow this hat from my son-in-law. It was interesting. I was talking to him yesterday and I looked at his head and he, he handed it to me because I told him that the idiom I was doing tomorrow, which is today, was hang in there. Now hang in there is an often overused saying these days. It became really popular in probably the 1950s, but in the 1960s and 70s when the popular posters of the cats hanging and different things became a thing. Actually in 1826, an inventor from France whose name I cannot pronounce, Nick Nisifor, Nick I don't know. Anyway, he had a cat named Croissant and he had the cat hang on a silk scarf or silk cord for like eight hours to take photographs of it back in 1826. And that was the original hang in there cat. But then a gentleman by the name of Victor Baldwin in like the 60s or so, I didn't get the exact date, he created the first poster of the cat hanging on the bamboo that said hang in there. And from that, he sued a whole lot of people for copyright infringement because he claimed that there were at least 10 million unofficial copies and versions of that cat hanging from something and hang in there out in the world. So he spent much of his life suing people for copyright infringement. Not sure how successful he was, didn't dig into it, but I thought it was really interesting. But that's why I've heard it my entire life. I was born in 1960, so right around the time it was becoming a thing and posters were becoming a thing, uh, it, it was a very popular one. Well, what does it mean? They think that it might have been used earlier in like the 1950s with sports teams when when other teammates would say, hang in there, or to cheer one another on with different sporting events and things. Not sure again, but the cat posters definitely sealed it. And with all the cat things that we see online, it's no wonder people love kittens and cats, especially when it comes to social media and sharing things. So how do we hang in there in building our business? Given that we know that in life and in our businesses, we're going to always have ups and downs. How do we deal with those difficult, tough times? Well, the internet has no shortage of advice and information and lists of how to hang in there when it comes to dealing with tough times. Now, if COVID-19 didn't give you an opportunity to practice some of these things and check for yourself, how do you hang in there with respect to your business? Your business may not be operating right now. It may not be that you're trying to supersize it. Maybe you're trying to salvage and save it. So how do you go about doing that? How do we hang in there with our businesses during 2020 and beyond. Now, I've been in business any amount of time, and I've been in business a long, long time, like close to five decades, uh, you realize that everything cycles. There's ups and downs in business all the time. When one business in one sector goes up, another sector goes down. It's the ebb and flow of the world, I guess. But we sometimes expect when we start a business and are trying to build and grow our business that it's just going to go all smoothly for us. If we haven't had a lot of experience, if we haven't interacted with a lot of people who've had a lot of experience, we have unrealistic expectations of, of how it's going to go. And when that first big challenge hits us, when that first big, you know, mini failure hits us, a lot of people end up throwing in the towel. I mean, COVID-19 was a huge challenge for many businesses. And I, I've lost track of the toll now. I'm sure it's well over a million businesses have ceased to exist because of the pandemic as the root cause. Now, there's other causes, but the pandemic was the trigger that caused all the other dominoes to fall and people to decide that they weren't gonna participate in their business anymore. 
So what are there? What are some things you can do? There's lists of ten. There's fourteen. There's twenty something. I wrote down pages and pages of of advice of, of what to do when you need to find a way to keep on going when you need to hang in there. I'll probably read one of the shorter lists and share one of the shorter lists, and then I invite you to share in the comments below what what do you do. What are, what's your process? What do you do? And you have to share your process. We've all got our own process, but what are some of the key things that you do and the key lessons learned from your past experiences that you can share with us to help us know that we're not alone and that we all have to weather these storms and that there's ebbs and flows in all of our businesses. There's seasonality, there's shortages, there's supplies, there's resource changes and challenges. It, it runs the gamut. So let's just grab one of these lists and say, what are some of the things? Let's do 14 things that you can do to hang in there when you are at a, a juncture, when you're having a challenge or a, a difficult time. You know, any one of these lists would have been helpful during COVID-19, not just for business owners, but for just about everyone on the planet who was impacted by it. Because sometimes we just need a, an, another idea, another perspective, another possibility of what to do. So often we think that we, we have this false uh, limit on what our options are. We think we only have one or two options. We either find another job or we're going to starve to death. We either uh, have to run our business how we always run it or it's going to go out of business. It's going to cease to exist. But the, there's always more than two choices. So here's some 14 ideas. And again, I've got three big lists. One's got over 25 things on it. One's 14, one's 10. So I'll just take the one in the middle and we'll share that list. It's a pretty good list. Some of them, of course, we would all tweak and change. What would you tweak and change? Have you tried and done any of these things to help you get through challenging times in your business? I guess we are still talking about challenging times, aren't we? Even though we're into September and it's supposed to be positive. And I guess hang in there to me is positive. I've used it, I've told it to people. I think people get offended and feel like it's overused when they don't think that the person saying it is sincere. If you just flippantly, it's like when somebody dies and you're at the funeral and you don't know what to say, a lot of times people say hang in there when they know you're struggling and they really don't know what to say but they want to encourage you. So take it for the positive encouragement. Don't take it as a, oh they just don't know what to say so they're just saying that they really can't help me. Guess what, the only person that can really ever help you is yourself by doing some of these things. Number one, acknowledge your feelings. Acknowledge what's going on and feel your feelings. Let yourself feel frustrated, upset, lonely, um, devastated, scared, worried, doubtful, uncertain, whatever it is. Let yourself feel those. Just don't choose to stay there. Number two, talk about it. Find somebody to talk about it. I teach in the Get Up and Go Challenge something called the Imaginary Friend Exercise. And it's a visualization and exercise that helps us to just get clear on what's really going on and what we're thinking. So we're telling ourselves the real story, not what we want the story to be. Although we do, we use the exercise for both. And if you don't have someone to talk about it, if you're afraid to call and talk to somebody, if you don't want to tell your significant others or the people that you're in business with that you're struggling, talk about it with your imaginary friend. Meaning talk about it to yourself, but go somewhere where no one's going to hear you and just actually talk it out because that will help you get a clearer understanding of what's really going on. Uh, number three, try to see past the hardship. Remember, everything is just temporary, including us, 
and our business. We're only here for a, a finite period of time. We don't know what that amount of time is going to be, but we know that we're not here forever. We're not going to live forever. We're not vampires. We're not zombies. We're not going to live forever. So try to see past this hardship. Knowing that, we've had hardships in the past that we've overcome with our businesses and with our lives, and we will have more hardships in the future. Wouldn't it be nifty if we could believe and if we could create it such that we would never have another hardship in our life and never have another problem or challenge? Uh, I don't know of any fairyland that that actually exists in. Number four, prioritize self-care, meaning take care of yourself. If you're tired, if you're hungry, if you're... Uh, <coughs> overwhelmed and stressed out if you're not taking care of yourself if you're not eating right <clears throat> maybe you need supplements and vitamins whatever it is for you you have to take care of yourself uh, number five consider if uh, what you're experiencing is an actual catastrophe or if it's just an inconvenience now a lot of businesses that and I've worked with a lot of businesses during COVID and business owners and entrepreneurs and uh, one of the biggest things that we did as we worked together was differentiate between whether we just needed to change and look at things differently and find different ways of serving the people we were already serving. And, and that was just an inconvenience for most of the businesses that I worked with. Other businesses, it was an COVID-19 was an absolute catastrophe. For small businesses in America, mom and pop shops that were shut down while the big chain stores remained open in the same communities for them for many of them that turned out to be a catastrophe because they didn't have ways that they could quickly pivot and change i hate the word pivot but i use it because it just means change to uh, do the things that they needed to do to survive and they didn't have the reserves and the resources that could keep them going through tough times. So just determine for yourself, is this a catastrophe? Is this a point at which I'm going to say, nope, we're done. We're not going to try to salvage this. We'll do something else. Or is it just an inconvenience and we have to find ways to get creative to solve the current situation, the current hardship? Number six, practice acceptance. Ah, we can complain about COVID-19. We can opinionate about it we can share our opinions and and talk about it till we're blue in the face but the truth is nothing is going to change COVID-19 the way it hit and the way it was handled by people outside of our control so we can just accept that it happened and then determine how we're going to respond to that number seven ask for help uh, really hard for some of us but at some point you realize we're not islands we we need other people to create the things that we want especially as we're supersizing and growing our business so be willing to ask for help number eight I believe uh, limit time with toxic people uh, if you hang around with people that are complaining about COVID-19 all the time and how it's devastated their business guess what all you're gonna do is find more ways that it's devastating your business hang around people that are finding ways to creatively solve the current hardship and the problem number nine stay grounded in the present moment it's easy to look to the past look to the past for ways that you have overcome hardships and dealt with challenges before, but don't look to the past to think things are gonna go back to that and the way they were. Um, so stay grounded in the present. Do what you can with what you've got right now. I think this is number nine, I'm not sure. Call an end to the crisis. Decide that you're not gonna treat it like a crisis anymore. You know, there are politicians that will drag this COVID-19 pandemic out for the next 
five years or ten years and they will milk it for everything it's got just like they're creating other things to milk to make people afraid and scared to further their agenda not to help us but to further their agenda so that's fine they can do that but you can say nope I'm not dealing with this as a crisis anymore this is just another blip in the road for our business and this is how we're handling it uh, number 10 observe the situation as an outsider step outside and look at your business and say if I were somebody that you admire or a great business guru or a consultant or a coach and if you need to get one of them how would I handle the situation what would I do and it's sometimes just getting it it getting that 30,000 foot view that bird's eye view a different perspective is enough to show you exactly what to do number 12 just take action do something keep moving don't be frozen by procrastination and indecision choose something and do it and move ahead because as you choose things the next thing that you need to do always appears number 13 remember that you are not your difficulties you are not your difficulties do not define you if your business went out of business during COVID-19 you are not a, you're not a failure because that business you chose not to do that business anymore it's just one little blip and one little experience on your lifetime of experiences and number 14 remember that everybody deals with uh, and heals differently from difficulties and challenges COVID-19 has devastated millions of people literally devastated increased depression and all kinds of things and each of us will deal with and handle that and any other challenges and changes and difficulties in our life differently how you handle it is how you handle it it doesn't matter how other people handle it but it doesn't mean you can't seek out and look for lists of advice and help and people that have been through similar situations before now is an incredible time in history we'll find down the road I believe that so many people are being impacted by the same thing simultaneously and boy that was a lot of sameness uh, and it, that very seldom happens and so I mean we can on one hand probably count the number of times in our lifetime that lots and lots of people were impacted by the same thing we were you know there's always a lot of people going through similar situations with, that we are that we, but we always still feel like we're alone as human beings you know if you're getting divorced there are how many millions and millions of people that have been divorced before but you still feel like it's only you because it's happening to you personally if you are sick or have an illness or a diagnosis uh, you know millions and millions of people have heart disease and cancer yet when you go through it and I can attest to this you feel like it's it's just you because it is just you it's your personal experience with the thing and there's something about how you deal with it and your personal experience with the thing is really the only thing that matters so how are you gonna hang in there with your business from now and till you create exactly what it is that you want probably for your whole life because most of us are creating legacy things as we supersize and grow our business otherwise we just create our own jobs for ourselves and we just run our businesses like our jobs and our careers used to be and, and that's just how it is and we, we stay small and we stay a certain size that's in our comfort zone and we don't ever step out of our comfort zone and supersize our business just choosing to step out of our comfort zone to supersize and grow our business in and of itself is creating a hardship and an opportunity for us to practice all these different ways to hang in there love to know your take on this love to know what you do to hang in there when you're facing difficult times what have you done to to change and morph and stay relevant during COVID that would be a great bit of information to share with one another all right have an awesome day that's our idiom for today 
Have an awesome day. Hang in there. I'm going to go return my son-in-law's hat. It's his favorite hat, so I don't want to get in trouble. Any questions, any comments, any concerns, any idioms you'd like to know the, the, the origin and the meaning of, I'll try to learn how to pronounce people's names better when I, I find that they are the, uh, the, the original creator of something, of an idea. Uh, but that's it. Have an awesome day.